I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Steve-O. I have been informed that I only have 30 seconds to talk to you about Friday Night Fan Fiction. So here we go. Friday Night Fan Fiction is the terrible drunken fanfic reading podcast you've been waiting for. Every week, we read terribly written fanfiction and turn it into a drinking game. We bring guests on every week. We take suggestions for fanfics to read. So come join David, Logan, Sean, Val, and myself, Wednesdays broadcasting and Fridays posting. Friday Night Fan Fiction, only on the Nerdy Show Network. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 120. This episode, we are going to talk about some con coverage that we did because we went to Boston Comic Con today. I am your stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. With me, as always, is the hard man with Harry Pins, Andrew. Hello. And for the first time ever on the Wicked Anime Podcast, we have uh, one of our best friends in the world, uh, Rob. What's going on? Yeah. He's uh, been... How long have we been, we've been friends for now? What are we still at? Twenty three years. Uh, it's been more than that because we're turning twenty seven. Twenty four years. Yeah, so we've been friends for almost twenty four years. Twenty three years old. Way too long. <laughs> and uh, he goes to cons and stuff with us now. That's just the thing that happens. Yep. So uh, Rob was around for Boston Comic Con today, and, we, and apparently so were we. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what actually happened was is the reason why we went to Boston Comic Con today was because I found out that one of my favorite artists. Uh, was going to be there, and he told everybody very last minute, and he did not know he was going to be, well, no, he knew he was going to be there, but he didn't tell any of his fans. Yeah. So, I literally found out the Thursday before the weekend, and the only day that we were going to be able to go was Sunday, which was today, and I was actually able to go and meet him, and it was an awesome time, but we'll have more about that a little later for our topic. Yeah, because... But that's the short story is how we all got there, and then, of course, Robbie gave me a phone call and was just like, where are you guys? What are you doing? <laughs> I didn't want to go alone. Yeah, and, and we, were, we were already there, so we, we just kind of met us there. <laughs> hey, do uh, you have news about Sean? I don't. Hold, please. Hold, please. Okay, now that we're back. Let's ring the news bell. Let me ring the news bell. <laughs> Thanks, news bell, Sean. Yes, yes. Thank you for letting me know that the bell works. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Men in Black. Oh, he, why'd you tell him? He kind of—he was kind of saying it. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Not at all. He wasn't <laughs> ready to say it at all. Um, okay, so first up in media news that I have uh, some interesting news about the voice acting world, which one of the most popular shows of the last, I don't know, five years or so, 
Shingeki no Kyojin. No, sorry, that's Attack on Titan. Um, Shokugeki no Soma. They're mixing up my Japanese yes. food wars. wars. Food Wars, which is probably the easier way to say it, and that I probably should have started. <laughs> you with. gotta watch Food Wars, Robbie. It's about chefs. I gotta watch Food Wars, and you're a chef, and it's super food porny. It's like the most realist way we can possibly say that. I must watch this. <laughs> you know, it's that's truer for most parts of it because usually when people eat, they have an orgasm of some sort in the show. Yeah, it's like a food orgasm. Yeah, and so and, and a it, foodgasm. Yeah, and it like represents them without any clothes on. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. <laughs> so there's two seasons of it on Crunchyroll right now for free. So I will watch, watch this. Yeah, it's food. But work. anyways, the news that they have is that season three is in production, which is great. Finally, but um, Risa Taneda who played Arena, mm-hmm. the, yes, the, like, the I, lead yes, villain telling me this. sort in the show, is not returning for season three because she just had, what was it, some sort of surgery on her yeah, throat? Yeah, on her throat. Or she was having... Um, nodes? Did she get nodes? I don't know. It, it's not. It's very non-specific in this article. Uh, see, taken hiatus since last September, condolence and medical treatment on her throat. So she had throat issues, which is probably the absolute worst thing that could happen to you when you're a voice actor. And so she is out of the game for season three of Food Wars. I actually think the worst thing that can happen to you as a voice actor is you just get a common cold. Because it's one of the most preventable... Not not even preventable. You can't even prevent it from happening. It just happens. It's just something that's going to happen like, to you. That small bit, like you get a common cold during your friggin' voice audition... And you can't go to it, so you don't get a job because you didn't get it right. Yeah. So she's not joining us for season three, which is really disappointing. It's very sad. For her and for us as fans, I know the Japanese fans go crazy over who's playing voices whenever new shows come out. So Even here, you've ruined the show for me before I watched it. Yeah, right? Well, even um, even here in the United States, like when we have a voice actor that we just regularly know about... Uh, and, I mean, especially a video game. I, I remember specifically... When uh, the new Hitman game was going to come out, not this hit, not the Hitman that came out recently, but Hitman Absolution, uh, which was an awful Hitman game in comparison to the rest of them. But um, when they were releasing Hitman Absolution's pre pre game footage stuff, it wasn't David Bateson playing Agent Forty Seven. And how can you have Agent 47 not played by David Bateson? And so this is, I think, the the same issue, kind of, where it's just like, oh my gosh, we have... want the same people. Yeah, Arena, and Reese is not playing her. Yeah, it's just wrong. Um, so following up to that, we have... It's anime news, but it's American anime news in the sense that Viz Media is now releasing a new free manga streaming on their website. And this is the side story, the spin-off story to um, My Hero Academia. Right. It's called My Hero Academia Vigilantes. So everybody knows that the story of My Hero Academia is a show about students who want to go to a school to learn to become superheroes because they have superpowers. Well, this is a story about kids who can't go to the schools and they won't be registered superheroes, so they do the illegal activity of saving people's lives without being registered superheroes. So you can actually go on Viz Media's website and read this story for free right now. And it's that's awesome. It's free up until where it is in Jump Magazine right now. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And if you want more My Hero Academia, which you should because it's everything, like it's probably one of the greatest shows created in maybe the last 20 years, in my opinion. 
Uh, definitely check out Vigilantes. I actually haven't started reading it, but I know that uh, a lot of our fans have. So, oh, have yeah. they? Yeah. Um, I specifically remember that um, I think it was Jessica, one of the parent twins, um, was reading uh, My Hero Academia Vigilantes because she recommended it to me off of something that I posted on to Facebook. You just did something totally weird, uh, like in how personally we know our fans by calling them the parent twins. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, we do know our fans that well, people. Is, is that a taboo? I don't know. I don't know, but but uh, <laughs> I actually have a piece of news that comes from Gerardo. Okay. Um, and Gerardo sent us a piece of what he believes could possibly be strange news, and I saw it as well, and I think it is strange news. Um, there's a new product being sold in Japan. Uh, it is a ramen product, but it is a cup of, one of those cupo noodles ramen products. Yeah. Noodleless. Noodleless ramen. In a cup of ramen product. How? Well, I mean... <laughs> so is it broth and dried vegetables? It's soup. Yeah. <laughs> but but it would be... It, it's like chicken. Like noodleless chicken ramen. Or noodleless pork ramen. This is chicken soup. I'm not okay with that. Okay, so <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know how I feel about if, this. If thing. anything about cup ramen in Japan is anything like it is in America, the college food that everybody eats, and then when you turn 25, like me, it gives you digestion issues... It's not good just to have the broth, really, because you're literally just drinking a cup of sodium. That's all it is, and your sodium levels will spike, your cholesterol will go up. And... Oh, God, that's as bad as when we used to eat it dry. Yeah. yeah Sitting yeah. in your downstairs, sprinkling the powder on it and chewing on it. Oh, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but I know we're not alone on doing this, but we used to take the old... Like, we, we didn't want to make the ramen, so we all we did was we just took a pack of... Yeah, you could, of buy, the, a, you could buy a box of a thousand of them for a dollar. Yeah, and you just, you just take the pack of brick ramen, and you take the flavoring packet and just... Dump the flavor packet on top of it and then eat it like a cracker. We yeah. probably took twenty years off our life, but you know. probably. Nah, we were kids. We recovered that from that stuff just perfectly. Fine. <laughs> not when I tried to do it when okay when I was living in the apartment uh, in Florida. <laughs> no, no, not in Florida. When we moved back home, just like a late night snack, I would take out the ramen, I would eat it, and then in the morning I would wake up and just like expel the most awful awfulness out of myself. And I actually went to the doctors concerned about what I was expelling in the morning. And he's like, no, just change your diet. And I was like, oh, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> All those Sour Patch Kids. No, no, the Sour Patch Kids. Uh, see, I think my body is is Americanized enough that candy and stuff does not bother me in the least. But if we're talking dried ramen, oh, it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on that note. We have no noodle ramen. Yes. So being released in Japan. Yes. I will, can only hope that that's healthier. Uh, Noodles th- are the least unhealthy part of ramen. Yeah, they're just carbs. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, guess so. I mean, the dried vegetables literally have no nutritional value. Because they're dried. Anymore. Yeah, you've yeah already they're dried ba- and heavily salted. You've already baked out the nutrients <laughs> that are inside of them. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Is it genius? Maybe. <laughs> so thanks Gerardo for that weird story I was just like this is wrong like that's just, like this is madness who's, who's making my ramen sacrilege selling this as ramen but it's just soup <laughs> they're lying to me alright it's time to go into the west <laughs> so for into the west Disney has announced that for anybody who knows Disney currently has a partnership with Netflix to exclusively stream 
any movies that they have straight to Netflix. So you can find pretty much all of the Disney catalog, probably besides Song of the South, uh, we can safely say. Yeah. Hey, my oh my. Yeah. <laughs> my oh my indeed. <laughs> what do you know? Slavery is great. <laughs> What are we talking about? Why are we on slavery? That's right. Okay, okay, back to Disney. You've never seen Song of the South? No. Okay, so the premise of Song of the South is a slave. Yes, a slave man. Runs away from his master and ends up in this cartoon world, and he thinks that he's happy free, but soon learns at the end of the movie that it's better with his master. Disney. This is Disney? That's a Disney movie. And it follows the story of Br'er Rabbit, which if you've never been to Disney World, is Splash Mountain. Br'er Rabbit runs away, and the two, the fox and the bear are trying to eat him the whole ride, and then he realizes that when he comes home, it, everything is better. You've forever ruined Splash Mountain for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Splash Mountain is about racism. Yeah. So, anyways. Walt Disney, what were you doing? <laughs> this has nothing to do with what we're talking about with Netflix, just saying that that movie is not on there and never oh, will Oh, yeah, be. we started with Netflix. Okay, back to Netflix <laughs> and Disney. So, Disney has this thing where they can put their entire catalog onto Netflix, and you can access pretty much all of their entire library. And now, Disney is in talks about taking away all of their Disney stuff. Gonna take yep. all of Disney off of Netflix, and then start their own streaming service. Just has Disney. That just has Disney. You're gonna pay. You're gonna pay a monthly subscription, Which, and you can watch any Disney movie they want anytime. Maybe even some of the stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it may be. There's a, a problem that you want to see this movie so bad. <laughs> well, yeah, aren't you curious? <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> so yeah, Disney's gonna start up their own their own streaming service. I don't think it's a good idea at all. I think it's a horrible idea. Because who is going to pay? Let's let's be on the safe side and say that it's going to be the same price as Netflix. Well, I Eight guess, bucks a month for any Disney film. I guess in a certain way it's, it could be a smart idea for parents, for the kids. Perhaps. but you that's, have to, that's the only market value I see. Yeah, but you have to realize, too, that there's a kids filter for Netflix. Already. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But kids love Disney movies. Kids do love Disney movies, but and adults love Disney movies they'll too. Pay, they'll pay for anything. Yeah, and <laughs> yes, you're right. That is genius, and people will pay Disney just so they can see Disney movies. But if you think about it, people could also live without Disney movies if they are if they're available in any DVD store. If you go to Best Buy, if you go to that's wherever not really, the hell you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, but and they just buy movies. Streaming adds that convenience option, which is why people love Netflix. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's true. But that's the thing, is people already love Netflix. They don't have to love another service because everything is already on Netflix. You've got Netflix, or Hulu, Amazon, Amazon Prime, yeah, Hulu. Exactly. So, like, you have all these things that are available to you, and who's going to want to pay another subscription fee to just watch Disney movies? I could probably pass. See, mm-hmm. if they were going to come out with their own streaming company like Netflix and not just offer Disney movies, I could see maybe people... Maybe. Well, here's the but, other thing, too. That's that's the real kicker. We're not just talking Disney, Pixar, Ghibli, even. We're talking Marvel. We're talking Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All these things are going to oh, be gone. That's true. Oh my gosh, I forgot that all the Marvel movies are on Netflix. That's, that's right. true. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. So we that's, better watch, we better watch Captain America Civil War before it goes away. Yeah, that is diabolical. <laughs> A little bit, right? 
So, so Disney's racist. Now they're taking away Marvel. <laughs> they're rotten. Yeah. What are you doing, Roy Disney? Because <laughs> um, I, I just don't think that I could swing another subscription fee. And I think that a lot of people feel the same way, especially if they're in a position where they are already not paying for cable because it's too expensive. And now you want to pay another So now you want to take somebody and say, yeah, of course that will put them onto another subscription fee and just put them on there. I don't think anybody's going to do that. I, I think that it people might, but I don't think it's going to be as successful as they hope it will be. Yeah. I mean, Disney's going to make billions of dollars anyways, but... Oh, of course. They're never going to go bankrupt. No matter what. And that was Into the West. <laughs> okay. So, I have a couple more things that I want to talk about, and I need to go to the back of the room for this real quick. Hang on. Because it's time for Japan's Finish of the Week! I don't think that helps. I don't think it did either. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was even loud in here. Not just in here. It's time for Japan's Fetish of the Week. Oh, I love it. And we actually have two. Oh, you ruined it. Oh, sorry. You can cut that out. <laughs> okay. So for oh, which one should I do first? I just ruined we were, it. No, 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 you I just ruined it. it. I just ruined it. <laughs> we got that whole segment. We've we've decided that we were gonna do the um the one that you found first. We're yeah, gonna do that one. First. That's what and I then was. Then we were gonna do. do the other one as a minor. Okay, yeah. stop ruining it. Right. Okay. All right. So our fetish of the week, we have a uh, Tokyo photo exhibition. Oh, that that's right. Is only about. It's pictures of women's feet. So there, it's a hundred photos in this art gallery. Extremely specialized photography displaying the soles of women's feet. And it's happening now. It's currently happening from, from August 14th to the 20th. And you can go to this, this art gallery and look at these pictures of women's feet or them in poses, like exposing their feet mm-hmm. particularly. And now, the photographer himself, he um, said that it's sort of... The, the reason why he set up this gallery is because he he called it peculiarly immoral. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've ever talked about this on our show before, which is why I wanted to discuss it, because the fact that he used the word immoral. Now, Japan has a huge thing against feet, there's, There's history behind that, and I know why. Yeah, so you never, like, point your feet at somebody, so if you're sitting down, that's crossing why, your that's legs... That's why when they sit on the floor, they sit on their knees so that your feet are pointing the opposite direction. Yep. Because it's, it's inappropriate in Japan to sit with your feet pointing at somebody. If you cross your legs and your toes are pointing at somebody, that's... Yeah. Well, crossing your legs in general rude. in Japan is, is rude. But, but the reason why is because your toes are pointing at somebody. Yeah. The other thing is, too, is that you walk on the ground with your feet, and you collect all the dirt up from from the ground. And that actually feet. that actually springs from uh, Middle Eastern and Old Hebrew culture. Mm-hmm. That that that's where that comes from. So, feet are taboo in Japan, more or less. There's a reason why when you come into the house, you take off your shoes, no matter what. You're always taking off your shoes. Besides, it's easier to clean. Yeah. So this uh, artist set up this gallery. I'm not necessarily sure whether or not because it's necessarily his fetish, but I know for a fact that there's a lot of people out there who specialize in 
foot fetishes. Yeah. Um, foot it, fetish is one of the biggest fetishes out there. It's and, No, in the yeah. entire world. I would actually say, so in Japan particular, I think because it's so taboo yeah. is the reason why it well, sprung it's to be such a huge fetish in Japan. But I would say worldwide... Oh, it's a huge. It's fetish. probably like like fifty percent of males have have a foot fetish. Yep, it's or at least like feet. Maybe yeah. not a fetish necessarily, yeah, exactly. but at least like women's feet. Dude, yeah. I do. I think they're cute. Yep. I honestly, honestly, because because I've always been a legs and a feet guy. Like everybody's like, no, you gotta like them boobs, or no, you gotta like them butts. No, I'm a legs and feet guy. I really think that they're adorable. Yep. And it, it's not necessarily a fetish. Maybe it is. I don't know. But just look at my artwork. <laughs> I mean, no, it, absolutely no. And it is a big fetish. It, it it really is. I mean, it's it's up there. It's and and to be honest, like everybody's like, "Ew, gross!" And you should be ashamed of it. And I really don't think you should be because I really truly believe. I don't think you should be ashamed of any fetish. Well, I mean, fetish, unless yeah. unless you got something like really really strange going on, but. Any fetish like you snuff have. fetish? Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't, all right. I don't want to like kill a girl. That's just weird. Um, but yeah, that's that's what, weird. Not to mention illegal. Don't but do that's that. what gets me off, um, man. You know what? If it gets you off, Andrew, then absolute killer. I, it is what it is. Um, I'll help you hide the body. Um, you know, nobody should be ashamed of their fetishes. Like I don't, I don't understand that. What we put such a stigma about? Yeah. What the norm is? Who cares about being normal? But but either way, um, either way, like yes, in Japan, like the foot fetish is massive because of the huge history behind the their feet are taboo. So like you know, so Not many what you can't have. Yeah, exactly, and and so you have this fun. It's the same reason why whenever anybody sees a woman naked, they're like, "I'm seeing a naked woman." I don't get because that's not yeah. something that's yeah. not something you see every day. That's an interesting point though, because this photographer. And by the way, the photographer's name is. Uh, Yuki Uzawa, and he said that um, the particular immorality of showing, like you, it's it's weird. It was weird for him asking him or asking ladies of this gallery to take off their shoes so he could take pictures of their feet. He said that it would have been more likely that he would have been more comfortable asking them to pose naked altogether. So. The fact that it's it just, just like, like, hey, take off your shoes so I can see your feet. Hey, take off all your clothes so I can shoot you naked. I'm an artist. You know, like, what, like... Yeah, it's just There's odd. this yeah. really weird balance that's difference. Yeah, because, you know, you have that stigma of, man, that's kind of weird. Yeah, right? You know, so... Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm I'm a total advocate for, like, because when people are like, ew, feet, I'm just like, I, I don't care. Like, I actually think women's feet are cute. Yeah. Hey, so... Nothing know. wrong with it. Yeah. So what... Oh, you're stepping on my uh, And that was Japan's finish of the week! It's time for Japan's finish of the week! Oh my gosh, part two! We're so surprised! Surprise. Yay! Okay, so uh, we actually have a double feature fetish of the week. For you on this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast, because we came across a fetish that was so weird that we had to talk about it. So there is a new trend uh, that is going across Twitter, uh, or actually, sorry, it's actually China's Twitter-like website called uh, Weibo. And they're doing this thing where... Girls are making, you know, the heart shape thing where you can make a, a heart shape with your with Fingers. your hands. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
do that, but make a heart with your boob meat. Yeah. So so you so you take yeah. I I've seen this. Believe it or not. Um, what? So, so the top point. Yeah. That's a, what. So yeah. So so the top point of the heart that dips downward, you press to your nipple, and the bottom of the boob meat uh, gets squeezed into the into the bottom point this of is the a heart. New fetish. Yep. And I've actually I've actually already seen fan art of this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I, so I've seen fan art of this. So I've seen anime characters. Uh, actually, it's funny that you say that because yeah, they yeah just that, that, up. That, that picture actually. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen anime characters doing the boob squish heart and <laughs> the boob squish heart. The boob squish. I yeah. love it. That's perfect. And so it's like the telltale heart, but the boob squish <laughs> heart. Yeah. So it's kind of almost exactly the same Why are thing. We going back to killing people. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, you need help. I could hear the heart beating beneath the boob. <laughs> I stood there for nearly four hours in silence. Because I could hear the heart beating beneath I the boob. I raised the spoon. <laughs> I spooned that boob to get the heart out. That's right, we know what you're on, Poe. Yeah. We're cultured here in Wicked Anime. I don't know about cultured. <laughs> Well, I mean, we have to be cultured. We talk about Japan yeah, pretty well. That's true. Look at all this culture. Yeah. Look at all this culture. In this I thing. love looking at that culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that that I did. I did in fact see that. That was like a little mini fetish of the week. Yeah, I, I had to add that on because it see, was. See, but just... that one I could get behind though because that one involves boobs. So it's okay. It's fine. Oh, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not a boob guy. I don't care. I, well, the feet thing's not that. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like this involves boobs. Like I mean, who doesn't love boobs? Clearly you, but you like killing people, so you're... That's right, yeah, that's a, that's a really, that is a good fetish. Have you ever heard of uh, Guru Hentai? Guru, what do they kill people? Is it Hentai with murder? With gore. Gore. Gore Hentai. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. well, uh, well, then you, on your free time, you can go look that up. <laughs> just go, like, search up a manga that has Guru Hentai in it, Excuse and you me, I'll have be a back. great time. Let's play the Tumblr game. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to win. Well, I mean, I mean, no. everybody loses the Tumblr game, but I mean... I there's... love Tumblr. <laughs> okay, so Robbie doesn't know the Tumblr game. So I invented this game called the Tumblr game. And what you do is you type in something into the search bar in Tumblr. In this case, we're doing Guru. And you get a point for every consecutive picture that's not porn. So let's say that you have... Uh, you have like three pictures in a row and then the fourth picture is porn, you get three points for that Tumblr game. So if you type in something like doctor, if you type in something, you know, something arbitrary, like lawyer or something like that. It's so sad that this has to be a game. Yeah. So let's try Guru. You're going to lose right away. No? Okay, so so far so good. Wait, is that Guru? I can't tell. I, I can tell. Oh, that is... That, no, let me see, let me see, let me see. I can lose. tell. Yes, no, yes, that's this it. one. This one. Um, is that... That's just that's just bondage. That's just rough. No, 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 no. Because because it, it's like um, it's it's part of the strangle. So it's fascinating. It's some of the most anatomically correct hentai I've ever seen. Because like when they cut people apart, like all the muscles and like that's part of the fetish is like all the anatomically correct gore is in the body, and so it's pretty nasty. I'm down with this. I just like. <laughs> Have we not so. finished fetish of the week yet? Are we still on the boob part thing? Yeah. How did we get here? I don't. Know. I don't remember. Wait. Oh. oh, because I was making fun of him because he has a snuff fetish. No, that wasn't it. No, no. that was deri- that was a derivative of it. But um, I think you should How cut a lot of it out, though. Probably. Anyway, anyway, gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> Fireworks. Yeah. Shh, gunshots. And that 
damage man, it's not a shot for the Wii! That was a small one, so it's a piss. Yeah. Uh, so then we move on to what we're watching. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what we're watching now, Rod. Are you watching any anime? Not right now, no. No, I figured as much. <laughs> when do I have time? <laughs> well, I mean, we <laughs> all find do time, any of us. I don't think I've I don't think I've started watching anything new since I have but I can what I can say is that I've been collecting more manga recently. Yep. So, I have recently collected all the recent Gunsmith Cats burst mangas, which they're all out of print by now, so you can't buy any new copies of them. They're all used copies, and some of them I get are really crappy. I've actually bought I bought two copies of one volume before because one of them that I received was just trashed. I didn't send it back. I yeah, there were like coffee stains on it. Coffee stuff like stains. That. Oh, like, it was like gross. mystery brown speckles on it. Yeah, so. I'm not. Um, <laughs> and uh, makeup was like smeared on the inside of it, so it was just. It was the worst. So I got a sad one. Was it the girl's tears as she was crying while she? No, it was like somebody put foundation on on the inside of of uh, of the book, and I was like, "How did this get here?" And so I ordered a new one. Uh, so the thing is to uh, so I've been getting. I read the Gunsmith Bur- Cat's Burst manga, which was phenomenal, and then I downloaded because you can't get copies elsewhere, uh, but you can download Kindle versions. Of all the other Gunsmith Cats mangas, which was cool. So I, I got the original Gunsmith Cats mangas as well. Um, I've also been collecting all of Miss Koibayashi's Dragon Maid. I got the first volume of Kakiguri. Uh, and I have now all up to date on Interview with Monster Girls, as far as my manga goes. It's so cute. Like if it, uh, That's another anime on uh, Crunchyroll now, is Interview with Monster Girls. And it's so... One, it's really funny to... Because you haven't been around for a lot of the Wicked Anime stuff... We also write articles on Nerdy Show, and one of the, when the season of Monster Girls was coming out, uh, I wrote an article explaining how Japan writes an algorithm, and all these scientists in, in Japan are funded to write this algorithm to create the perfect and most cutest anime girl ever. They're still perfecting the algorithm, but they've got become they've come pretty darn close with uh, this character from Interview with Monster Girls. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So I need to make more time. <laughs> If you listen to the last episode, that's far more up to date on what I'm watching still. Yeah. I think that's it, too. I, I don't have anything new to talk about this week. So, I think that is super appropriate for us to just move on to Boston Comic Con, because there's plenty Ooh. of stuff for us to talk about there. Yes. So, Jonathan and I went into Boston Comic Con right when it opened up. We actually got there almost directly at 10, and we were able to just walk right in and go get our tickets. And Yeah, Sundays at cons are great. Yeah. Sunday's the best days at that's right next door. That was really close. Wow. That's illegal. Are hey, we cutting this? Hey, we're recording a podcast in here. <laughs> hey. You shouldn't cut that, though. <laughs> Shut up. Don't explain it. Shut up your fireworks. <laughs> Just let that part be part of it. No explanation. Um, um, yeah, Boston Comic Con was awesome. Yeah, uh, so the reason why I went, again, explaining the reason why we were there was because I found out that one of the artists I follow and support on Patreon uh, was going to be there, and he didn't tell us. Uh, I only found out the Thursday of that weekend, and I was like, hey, Jonathan, this guy's going to be there. Are we going to go? And Jonathan was like, yes, we are. It looks like we're going. So we went. I met him. Reich. I, I, I know a lot of people are familiar with Reich. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are, are familiar with him because of his Jiggly Girls series, which is his erotic art series. Yeah. Um, but I follow Reich because he's 
probably one of the best anatomy artists on the face of the I planet. I agree. I think that he's... Uh, you've also taken a lot of inspiration from his coloring. Yeah, so a lot of my coloring techniques that I use in my own art, I learned from him. And now, is it as good as his? Absolutely not. But I take an absolute inspiration from it. Mm. He seemed uh, very flattered by your praise for him. And he he was almost to the point where he's just like, oh, I don't I don't think I deserve this guy. So I'm like, no, you totally do because you're literally one of the best artists on the face of the planet. Um, his anatomy is so impeccable. So I went to go meet him. He critiqued some of my art. It was fantastic. Um, I got to buy some of his prints there. Just chat with him for a long time. I actually think I chatted with him for a little bit too long because. Uh, there were people waiting behind him, and I was taking up all their time as well. But... They really liked your Sabaton shirt. Yeah, well, everybody liked my Sabaton. That was the weirdest thing. I, I wasn't even wearing a nerd shirt, guys. I was wearing a band shirt, and I'm wearing my Sabaton shirt right now. And uh, people all over, at least ten people came up to me, and were like, Oh, Sabaton is awesome! And I was like, I know. Because <laughs> people like, love metal. Yeah, well, you know, and metal is for everybody, as Freedom Call says. Mm-hmm. So Metal is for everybody. <laughs> metal is for everyone. Uh, we we continued on our convention hunt there, and you know they have some really cool anime booths at Comic Cons every once in a while, and you know we have some fun stuff. And then uh, you know halfway through our adventure there, Robbie calls us, and Robbie's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm shooting off fireworks." <laughs> hey, shoot up your fireworks! Bought some anime things. Bought some comic. I bought a really really nice custom sweatshirt. So there was this uh, this sweatshirt and the coats. Yeah, holy cow. Um, we gotta buy the coats. Do you have their business card? Yes. I think so. Yeah, okay. No, wait, I have the underpres- uh, or unpresidential one. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were funny. Oh, uh, crap. Guys, guys, no, no, I, I my business it. cards are in the car. No, I got it. I Speaking got it. of unpresidential, they were in the Arts Alley, and they were doing a comic, selling a comic called Man vs. Rocks. And Oh, they were great. Yeah, their sales pitch was great. Oh, their, their personality, they were over the top, they were super passionate about it, it was hilarious. Yeah. So these guys who make the custom clothes are called, uh, would you say that's uh, Valenti Design Valente Design. Yeah, Valente Design Inc. Superhuman Streetwear. Yep. Um, Every coat makes you look like Ezio from Assassin's Creed. They have, so the long trench coats that they have are all denim and they all look like Assassin's Creed. They're not Assassin's Creed, though. They're not Assassin's Creed. They're not at all. It's streetwear. Assassin's Creed-esque. Yeah, it's streetwear. So it's nice. The one that I bought, I bought a slim fit sweatshirt uh, that looked very cyberpunk, and it was awesome too because it's uh, it's asymmetrical. So it has symmetrical patterns on both sides, but the sleeve on the side has like a twisting blue pattern that's only on the left side of the sweatshirt. Yeah, what they say they drew inspiration from? I forget. Oh, gee, she said it right. When she we did say it in there. We're doing good. But they were, but they were all very nice. There were so many inspirations that they said. Like she pulled out a coat that she took from Tracer. Oh yeah, she and... had. So, oh wait, they had Tracer. Then one of them was named Hacker. Um, then they that's had, right, the Hacker coat. Yep, mm-hmm. and then the new one was the Beast Hunter. The Beast Hunter coat, which guys was awesome. So the Beast. Do we want to say how much it was? It was. Oh, uh, the Beast Hunter was five twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it's so, waxed to denim. Yeah. So, so none of their stuff is weatherproof. That's that's one of, because it's all custom. Warm for the winter. Warm for the winter, but not weatherproof or, or waterproof. You will get wet. Um, and so, so but now this new. What'd you say? <laughs> I said you will get wet, and he said when you see these coats. <laughs> they are. They're beautiful. They they're are. Gorgeous. Guys, seriously, um, check them out. They're awesome. Yeah, Vol- uh, Volante Designing. So, um, this Beast Hunter coat is their, is a pre-order design. This was the only coat they had at the show because this is a new design that they're working with 
of a weatherproof coat that's you know wax finished uh nice denim long trench coat it i wanted was, it oh my gosh it was we should just so wait and get that one yeah right <laughs> you kind of you guys can pool your money yeah we, we are we're gonna have to pool our and money switch and weekends on what you and can switch weekends wear. oh god alternate weekends on when you get to wear your beast hunter coat yeah though it's guys, mine yeah christine i it took a picture of what i was wearing like i put on one of the coats and sent it to christine and she was like nope you're not buying it i bought my sweatshirt though <laughs> she said you and, look she she told me you look like you're either gonna Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Get ready to kill somebody, or you're, or you like metal music. And I said, well, one of those things isn't so bad. Neither of them are so bad. We could thin out the population; it'd be all right. <laughs> um. So, well, of course, I'm looking like I'm gonna kill somebody. I'm Ezio. Mm-hmm. Ezio Auditori. I'm gonna stab some fools. Yeah. So it was. It was awesome, man. It was. It was a really good game. man. We were so bummed that we didn't get to see Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl no, Urban was oh there for the weekend, man. And we, we kept going to the celebrity area because there were people sitting at his booth like he was going to show up. But then we went back a third time, and his sign was just gone. gone. Yeah, completely Such gone. Such depression. Hey, so, which is too bad because I would always love to meet Judge. Who Fred. else was there? But I found Sam. Oh, I did find Sam. Your pop figure, now, my pop figure. Yeah, we kind of have to like explain that. You can't just say you found Sam. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Everybody would be like, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> All right, so I'm a wicked horror guy. I absolutely love horror movies, and one of my favorite horror movies is Trick or Treat. And there's a character in it named Sam, and he's this little boy. He has a pumpkin head, canvas sack over his head. If you've ever seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, they had a discontinued pop by him, and I could not find it for under a hundred dollars on eBay. And I ended up finding it at Comic-Con. It was the last one. I had to ask the guy. He had it behind the counter, <laughs> behind another pop, and they had it for $55, and I could not believe it. I yeah. bet I <laughs> bet you it was because one of them was going to buy it after, yeah. the, after oh, the show. Oh, I'm sure, because he even said to me, this is our last one. Yeah, yeah. They, they had it hidden away because somebody else wanted it. <laughs> well, you it. weren't even sure whether or not you, he understood you when you asked for it. You said, you have a Sam pop? And he said, yeah. And you were like, no, just to specify. Yeah, the one from <laughs> Trick or Treat. He's like, no, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> I've been after this pop, guys, for, like, a few months trying to get it. And like I said, you can find them on eBay. Um, When they go for under $100, they're gone instantly um, from Buy It Now. But the bidding ones go over $100. Um, So if you ever want one, sorry, I bought the last one you can get for $100. (laughs) Now you can resell it for over $100. Absolutely not. And you can make double your money back. No, it's not worth it. It's Sam. I'm keeping it. (laughs) I bought a couple pops, too. I am starting to complete my series of My Hero Academia stuff, so I bought uh, Uraraka and I bought Deku. Uh, So I go along with my All Might figure. And um, I got, uh, not a pop figure, but I got a few, I went to the anime booths and I got some anime items. 
Uh, I got a... All my Monogatari fans out there will be proud of me. I bought another uh, Hanakawa figure from the, the Nisei Monogatari Hanakawa figurine where she's in like the... The denim overshirt and the and the jeans. I love that design. It's mm-hmm. so good. So I got I got one of her of that. I got some souvenirs for some buddies. And what else did I get? Oh, I found Silent Hill for PS One, mm-hmm. like an actual PS One non greatest hit Silent Hill. We need to just have a night where we play that in the yeah. pitch black yeah. for under a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was fifty bucks. You got you found it for fifty. And here's the other thing too. They also had a full and complete unwrapped. But full and complete copy of Final Fantasy VII non greatest hits for fifty bucks, and and if you find that at Anime Boston, if you want the non greatest hits version, it's at least eighty. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with this disc that they're only selling it for fifty bucks. But it was complete. They had the book. They even had the advertisements in it that the game came with back in nineteen ninety seven. Wow. So I don't know. It, I didn't. I don't know what was, but we didn't pick it up. Everything was cheap. I bought a sword for thirty five dollars. Oh my god! Yes, you did, you did buy a sword for thirty five dollars. Tell us about that. Oh, so we went up and we were looking at there was a guy. Um, what drew us? Oh, it's gun blades. Yes, that's originally blades. he had gun blades. So we were looking at them, and they're all real metal swords and unsharpened, obviously. Um, but so I walk over and uh, Ichigo's Bankai sword was there, and so I'm looking at it and I asked the guy, you know, how much is this? Because I was considering buying it. And he says thirty five dollars. Yeah, thirty five. And I got thirty five. And I thought I I was so confused because it's it's a it's it's a real metal sword. I'm like, no, there's no way. So I was like, excuse me, I didn't hear you. What one thirty five? No. 35. 35. Just, I was like, why would I not buy Ichigo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I looked at Andrew and said, well, now I have to buy yeah, it. It's 35 bucks. So, yeah. Well, uh, I was thought about the Genji sword, but it was I not as good. The no, the Genji was sword wasn't good. as good. It was that the paint was already chipping off the blade. Yeah. Um, I was the, I was looking at the Sword of Omens, the Thundercats. Blade. Yeah, and that was, what, 70? It was 70 because I think it came with both those blades oh, and the Oh, that makes sense. Because, uh, you know, yours was 35 and there was really... Other than there's there was way more detail in the Sword of Omens. Like, it had uh, jewels and crystals and, yeah. and the hilt was... And it actually had, like, a Sword of Omen or, like, a Thundercat symbol on it. Uh, and it came, it came with a plaque mount. So you could mount it to a Thundercat's plaque. And then there was also a tiny Sword of Omens, like, from before... Yeah, that's probably on. why... They had he had some nice stuff there. I mean, the Buster swords weren't that great. They were just like flimsy. Sheet so metal. I yeah. yeah, I have a really cool picture that Jonathan took of me of me holding the sword of omens <laughs> in my new sweatshirt. Yeah, like, so it's really good. I I found it weird because I think I walked away with the most stuff that I had from a con in a long time from this convention. I don't know what compelled me to spend so much money at this con to buy stuff. See, but this is the least I've ever bought. Really, this is the least, not well, the least amount of money I've ever spent, but the least quantity. Yeah, right. I don't know, yeah, Anime Boston for me is always a quantity is job one. <laughs> I, listen, I, Terracon for me, man, I can't. <laughs> you should sell that Sam Pop figure. You should just be like, I got it, who wants it? And just was, walk into Terracon and yeah, be like, who wants it? How much is this worth to you? <laughs> yeah. How much is this worth to you? I wonder if you put it into an auction how much it would go for. Starting <laughs> starting bid at $55. $56, that way you can make your money back. You make and a profit. Then, yeah, make a profit off of I it. I don't want to sell Sam. <laughs> Actually, no, it was $58 after tax. It was so, $58. Okay, so, so start, start at the bidding 60. at $60, and then and then go up from there and see who how many people want to buy your Sam. And it has the bitten lollipop that he slices the guy Achilles tendons with. Yeah. Again, that's I, what he cuts his Achilles tendon with. Is a, He bites a chunk out of a lollipop, a pumpkin lollipop, and cuts the guy's Achilles tendon. Awesome. Yeah. That's why I would see it. Watch Trick or Treat if you've never seen it. It's a great movie. <laughs> I want to. I, yeah, I didn't say I didn't want to see it. I, I, I do want to see it. It's so good. I have the original. Is that the 
that one or either that one or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of those two that I have is a blockbuster video. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I have a few I have a few DVDs like that. Yeah. My Lady Killers DVD. We also have a uh, we saw a couple other booths there too that they got a lot of great autographs. Well, um uh, well Artist Alley was really uh, was really banging. We all bought so, stuff from Wait, did you Oh my gosh, Rob Light yeah, I um I bought a oil painting, or it was a print of an oil painting. Oh, I, that's right. I couldn't buy the oil painting. And it was Sam Sam Gr- uh, Grillo. Yeah, um, she is actually a friend of our cousins. Yes, uh, that's to, why I met her. They go to college together, and um, I really loved the oil painting of the Blues Brothers that she did. But it was a one-time original. It was piece. the original. Oh, it was. Did she want for it? I don't know what three hundred. It was was it was it? I I didn't hear what she said. It was three hundred. Yeah, uh, and the the one above that, whatever was sitting on top of it, was four hundred. Yeah, which the makes one above it. The one above it was a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah. And which, had Tim yeah. Curry and a bunch of others. So, which makes sense because it's it's an original oil painting. Yeah, it's oil painting. So I'm yeah. never gonna get any of those back. So I bought a print. I bought I bought a, I bought a it was probably a nine by seven print of the oil painting for ten bucks. Which was fair enough for me. I wanted the original painting because uh, Christine and I are looking for a house right now, and it was like, man, a Blues Brothers oil painting would look great mounted on the wall, something that we both love, and it's oil painting. She was a fantastic artist, and she's going to school for robotics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that painting was great, though. The, the Blues Brothers one was fantastic. Another group that I ran into in Artist Alley was the Smooth Crew. Yeah. Um, and... They, they were smooth. They were smooth. So, um, <laughs> so they what what they had was they had a comic book. Like it was it was it's an original comic book uh, that they actually have the first volume printed of called Smooth. That's why called, called Smooth, smooth yes. Crew. That, that um, double that. And um, and uh, up front they had a little animation of it because they're they're doing this comic book, but their real goal is to make a pilot series for the end. So everything that you for Netflix, yeah, for Netflix. So everything that you bought. Off of their table, including you know the first volume of comic book prints, T-shirts, whatever. Uh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, went to funding the pilot episode of this episode one that they were going to pitch mm-hmm. to uh, Netflix. Yeah, and they stopped us too. They they were so enthusiastic. They about stopped it. me. Yeah, they stopped you, and they were like, "Hey, want to learn about smooth?" And and we we're like, "Sure, okay, yeah, okay." <laughs> so uh, so we learned about smooth. Uh, and they were very passionate about this project. Yep, they, I they believe that. in it. They're extremely passionate, and about which it. is which is good. That's the number one thing you need when you're doing others. But I had so many questions for them. You know, like how do you do your animation? How do you do your uh, or where, where did you get? Or do you are you classically trained in art? Who's your favorite artist? Like all these different questions because I'm interested in that kind of stuff. When somebody wants me uh, to uh, to be interested in their product, I also need to be, kind of be interested in them and where they came from and and what they're doing. And they were very passionate about this mm-hmm. project that they're doing. It's an, it's a 100% independent project. Um, so you know, and and the comic book is done by one guy. The writing, the illustration, and like the color, all of it, it's all done by one guy. And then the what an- was his name? Yeah, his name is in there. It was, I I I remember Coda Ro- Robles. Robles. Yeah, Coda. Uh, Robles. Coda. Um, yeah, Coda, uh, Coda, I, I, he just, he just told me Coda. So. Coda, his name is Coda, the right. name of the comic is Smooth. Yeah, and uh, so it's that, uh, and yeah, they're in love with this idea, and I think they should go for it, absolutely. Uh, keep, keep going along as, uh, as long as, you know, you have the dream in mind, just hold on to that dream and you'll make it. You know, I, I mean, I have the same dream as well. I'm, I'm working on my own comic book series right now, so I couldn't help, but I had to help them because, you know... Their passion was there, and we had to we had to just do it, do it mm-hmm. up. 
Doing up good. So, so if you want to check out the Smooth Crew. Yes. Um, <laughs> all the And then, you know, you had all those famous artists there. You know, the, all the ones that do all the mainstream comic books. And it's just like... That nobody was paying attention to. Well, because, you know, I mean... How many? Yeah, kind of. Right. I mean, really, well, I mean, all their booths were empty. Well, I mean, how many times can you draw Batman? How many times can you draw Wonder Woman? How many times can you draw the Flash? How many Wolverine. times? You, yeah, like how many times are you gonna draw Wolverine? So, like, that's and I don't, I don't dislike these artists, but I can't get behind their cause like the same way that I can get behind these independent artists' cause because Absolutely. they're because they have their own original ideas that they're sharing with the world and they want us and they're to, also different. What yeah. about the guy I bought three prints off of? He was nothing oh, like any of Oh, he was great. He was he making was, like these woodblock style printings. That oh, were, yeah. He had like the Death Terror card and he had uh, Cthulhu. His Cthulhu was really nice. Yeah, a lot of uh, Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Studio Ghibli yeah. yeah. okay. The one that yeah. I thought was really funny was Rob Liefeld was there. Yeah. And I was just like <laughs> this is wild because I uh, I saw him walking around just looking at the other artist booths. Did you? Yep. Yeah. His booth was the actually the only like mainstream artist that actually had people at it. Well, because when we walked by, Liefeld, so you were I don't know where he was. I don't remember. I think he was back at uh, Reich's booth. Reich's oh, booth, you were yeah. Right, yeah. When we walked by, his booth was packed. I, I bet it was, but you know, because uh, Rob Liefeld's one of those guys where he's a really, really, really nice guy. Mm. Well, he created um, Deadpool too, and everybody he, loves. Deadpool. Yeah, everybody loves Deadpool. Um, uh, but sorry, Rob Liefeld, but I can draw better than you. Uh, <laughs> I know anatomy. And uh, should I be saying that on the internet? Probably not. I, I like you as a person. You know, I just I just don't like your art. Cut because from the show. Yeah, I just don't like your art because... That sounds like a lot of the ways that my interviews went. He's a very nice person. Yeah. I just don't interview very well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because... Uh, you know, he didn't, he wasn't classically trained and, you know, I always, I always think, you know, and I think the reason why it's important to be classically trained as an artist is because... It's the same thing if you're reading a book, but you're illiterate. You can flip the pages and turn it all you want, and you're doing the motions of reading a book, but if you can't actually read the words, then you're not actually reading the book. Same yeah. thing with being a chef. Yeah, and and playing an instrument. If you can't mm-hmm. read, if you, you can, if you play tabs, but you can't read sheet music, then you're just copying, you know, and copying what you see, and and you don't actually know how to play that instrument. Um, it's the same thing with art guys. You know, you gotta really hone in your talent. You gotta make sure you're doing it properly or else you'll learn bad habits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so I made sure that everything I do is learned and, you know, and, but I, I love Artist Alley so much. Artist Alley is really good. And I've changed, blast. and I've changed my viewpoint on that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. After was, just, after really discovering fun. like the real wonder of Artist Alley and seeing all these independent artists, like oh, some of the artwork is just absolutely beautiful. Well, because well, I mean, because uh, for the longest time, my opinion on Artist Alley was I don't want to go to Artist Alley because I don't see the point in buying a print because uh, because if I buy a print, I can just draw it myself. Like if I like a, if I see a print and I like that character, I'm just going to draw that character by myself because I can. And it, yeah, where that's still really true, as if you buy a print, you're supporting that artist. And, exactly. And, you're but if you're supporting that artist, then you're taking money away from yourself, and then you're yeah, because I'm you're gonna be I'm literally giving money to my competitors. Yeah, <laughs> but that's fine. So instead, <laughs> if you kill them, then yeah. you're gonna be the best no, artist in the world. He's gonna get aroused. Yeah, because yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's so my fetish. That's a new thing. I don't know where that came from. Thanks, Rob, for being on our show. <laughs> this happens every time I'm around. <laughs> Um, yeah, so our, I love Araceli. You know, I love at least just seeing who's there, and you know, I was it was just the biggest bonus that Reich was there. I was like, holy crap! Stan Lee was causing a commotion. Oh my gosh, he was. <laughs> there was a, there Him was and John Barrowman had the, the place erupting. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh, that was loud. Yeah. That was some really loud cheering. And that was John Barrowman. Yeah, yeah we're talking about the, uh, the theater that had people. Now, what has John Barrowman done? Um, One of his biggest things was from Doctor Who. Oh, Torchwood. of course, of course. Doctor Who and Torchwood. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, And Captain Jack. And it, I actually find it Sparrow. really... Not Sparrow. <laughs> Sir, that's Johnny Depp. John Depp. I actually find it really amazing that Stanley was even there because his wife just recently passed away. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, so, like, what the heck was he doing at a convention? Well, this is his last tour of conventions, so he's probably just finishing it out. Is it really? Uh, yeah, because Rhode Island... would do that, though? I mean, like, even Rhode if... Island was his last one of Rhode Island, so oh, I really? think this is probably his last Boston yeah, Comic probably. Con. probably. See, and, and the thing is, is... Do you think their weekends at burning it? Stanley's actually Stanley dies. Stanley's last actually year died sometime. The, That's why it was his last time at Comic Con. But they're like standing there, being like Excelsior. Well, the last time <laughs> that he was there, he was on a on a motorized scooter. Yeah. The only trick that I don't know how they pulled off. I mean, you can make the scooter uh, guys. Stan- you can you can make the scooter remote controlled, but I don't know how they made him wave. Yeah, guy guys. Stanley is old, but he's a nice dude, and leave him alone. He's old. He doesn't need to be doing this anymore. There were hundreds of people yeah. every hour looking to go. He wants Stanley. you know, and that's that's the thing. He, he wants looked, to do this. He looked so... When I saw him at Rhode Island Comic Con... Yeah. Was... I saw him... I think I saw him... Yeah, it was Sunday afternoon. It was like maybe two hours before the um, Rhode Island Comic Con ended. And he just looked so done with it all. <laughs> oh, he did? He just didn't... Well, not that... I th- He just looked tired. He just looked really tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was still smiling, greeting fans as he walked by saying hi, but he just looked tired. Yeah. Well, he's he really old. He needs naps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Here's an insurer. Yeah, it takes for your insurer. But uh, yeah, Stan, I think Stan Lee just he. This is his world. Absolutely. You know, so like, I mean, yeah, like, and and his wife recently passed away, and I no, none of us would blame him if he decided, hey, I'm not like, going to do this done anymore. If this is what he loves, then that's why. He but can, yeah, you know, that's. But this is his world. His world is comic books and and his fans. It's kind of and, like the same reason that when some people have like a loss in their family, they still continue to go to work because they keep their mind off of the fact. Yeah. That absolutely, they lost somebody. absolutely, and th- you're like you said, this is his world, and this yeah. is what he loves to do, and he loves his fans. And let's not and let's not beat around the bush either. I mean, like Stan Lee is super old, and his wife, I'm sure, was super old too. So it just that's just kind of what happens in this time of life is that you know people pass. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when Stan Lee passes away? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be devastating. It's going to be the father of comics. Yeah, really. Yeah. Now before I uh, before people get mad at me too, like we've just recently lost our dad too, and everything like that, and it's super devastating to lose anybody at any time. In their life, at no matter what age oh, you are, obviously. you know, and not to mention, he spent years with his wife longer, probably than anybody else. Yeah, than most people. I mean, I can relate a little. Like my grandfather just passed earlier this year, and it's like you said, it was it was awful when he died because I was really close to my grandfather. Yeah, very very close to them. But he was ninety five. Yeah, he was in struggling health. It's kind of not to say I don't want to say expected, but you know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, at yeah. that point, at that age, you know they lived a full life. You know they got to do well. Usually, they've gotten to do everything they wanted to. Yeah, and at that point in time, usually, at least in my grandfather's case, he would always say, "I'm ready. I don't know why I'm still here." Yeah, <laughs> you know, which which makes again bringing back to Stan Lee, which makes me wonder exactly what his motivation was to keep going to cons even after his wife passed away. Absolutely, like that that is going to baffle me, like to no end. You know, and I'm you know sure, what? and I'm sure that every single person, those hundreds of thousands of people who like day in day out this entire weekend probably went up to him. Hi, Stanley. I'm sorry about your loss. Yeah, that's every actually so true. Single one of them. Absolutely, and so. it's. You know, that's got to be an awesome thing for somebody 
Maybe, maybe, he, maybe he's going for support. Maybe he, you possibly, know, you he know, got the chance to bury his wife, and now he's going to the conventions, and he knows everybody there is going to support him. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, back to what you said, Andrew, when Stan Lee passes, that's going to be yeah, it's going to be yeah, that's, it's going to be rough. Yeah. That'll be rough. That'll be rough for everybody in the comic community because it's it's Stan Lee. Yeah, <laughs> but so overall thoughts on the show. Uh, I would say that even though we only went for the today and this Sunday, today was a lot of fun. Boston Comic Con was, was great, amazing, it was an absolute success. Which is which is very different than other years because when it was at the smaller venue across the street, yeah, it was awful in in the Seaport World Trade Center. Even people who pre-ordered their tickets had to be turned away at the door; they couldn't let them in. Yeah, there wasn't enough space. Uh, it was a small show. Christine and I went there when it was first starting. I think it was either the first or second year that it was there, and it was just awkward. And it almost seemed like, too, there was there were empty parts of the convention, too. And the Seaport World Trade Center is about one-fourth of the size that the New England Convention Center is. And they filled it pretty well, you know. I gotta say, if they Boston moved... the Convention yeah. Exposition Center now. Yep. Yeah. What did I say? New England Convention. They changed the name. Oh, sorry. Um, I, uh, I actually gotta say, though, like, if they ever decide to move Anime Boston over to the Convention Center... I have no idea how it's going to work over there. Because the Heinz Convention Center is, like, such a perfect venue for Anime Boston. It feels like home to us. Yeah, it's definitely home. Weebs. To the weebs. So so it'll be really interesting to see what they decide to do with it. I think they... Because the Heinz works still. The Heinz is... That's the thing. The Heinz works still. The tr- the World Trade Center did not work. No, that that's so. I'm wondering if maybe that's why they moved it. Just for the sheer fact that it didn't work. Boston Comic Con is only like four years old. And the way to th- say it is is Comic Cons are becoming like mainstream now. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it's it totally is. It, it is. So it's becoming more popular. It's becoming a th- it's becoming a thing, for lack of a better mm-hmm. way to put it. So I could see why they were able to get a bigger space for it. Yep. I mean, look at the sheer number of people that were there today, and that's a sun- that's unheard of for a con. Yeah. I got plenty of pictures to put up on Facebook. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll be able to see the pictures that I took for Boston Comic Con. I'll get them up as soon as possible. Uh, it was a great time. There's great uh, cosplays there. We had some great people who were dressed up in costumes. I was so tempted to get a Flash tattoo. Not not like of the Flash, but like what they call like convention tattoos are called Flash tattoos. Yeah. So I want to get a Thundercats on my. On there was my a calf. woman there getting a tattoo, and she was there for like three or four hours straight. Yes, it was a big tattoo. It was ridiculous. Yeah, she got a quarter sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, she did, which, it actually was really nice. Um, the artists there all had really nice work. Uh, it, it, that one girl, she did all new school, and I don't, it's just, nothing wrong with new school tattoo, nothing wrong with it. I'm a she tattoo guy, but I'm own. just not, I'm just not a new school guy. I don't want an owl with massive eyes and weird colors, it's just not my thing. It's not <laughs> as good as blood pudding. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, okay, so that's a tattoo joke that nobody yeah, in the yeah, audience is going to get. If you do, great. I'm glad that you're with us. But joke, have a Bianca. Don't stop doing tattoos. Stop. <laughs> just stop doing tattoos. Uh, anyways, okay. So let's move on to some fan service because we have some emails. Yes, from some people or an email from somebody. Uh, yes. Um, as far as I know, we just have the one email. Some people send us some news, so we threw that in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides the news. Uh, and uh, our our email comes from Scott. Yeah, from Wicked Fan Scott in the UK. <laughs> and mm. holy crap, um, does he send us a lot of stuff? Well, he gave us three episodes worth of feedback. He uh, gave us critiques, or not critiques, but he gave us you know feedback from uh, episodes 16, 17, 18, 19, So four episodes. Yeah. So so he starts off by saying on the Bible Black analysis, if any, uh, if oh. if this goes well, he wants us to do 
Orozco Doji. Yeah, Orozco Doji or Legend of the Overfiend. Which we've seen. Yes, we have seen that. We Our buddy had us watch, made us watch that in college. It has the greatest English dub of anything ever. Yeah. I, like, not even just hentai. Oh, classic hentai. 80s hentai. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he said, I watched it at 1am on the Sci-Fi channel and accurately, uh, and accurately followed the plot. Yeah. Which, which is full of apocalypse, time travel... Uh, and battle between demons, humans, and animal people. Yeah. Which, by the way, what? I mean, does the UK allow at 1 o'clock in the morning to play softcore porn? I don't know. Well, I mean, and yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, maybe, actually, because of um, the nudity that was in Monty Python. I don't know. Scott, you'll have to tell us that. Yeah. You have um, more, uh, cl- you clarify better for us Americans. I and guess you're going to the UK. Yeah, and he says, uh, I do put... I do, am porn. Yes, yes, sir. I do put it in the same camp as Devilman if you skip the porn, which I would agree. Yeah. It's okay. very Devilman-ish. Right. But there Devil was... Devilman is awesome. There was some sexual content in Devilman. There was too. a lot of sexual content. There was a lot of boobs, a lot of boob ripping. Yeah. And See, were... Gona Guy loves his boob ripping. Yeah. So... You don't know what you're talking about. But if you come to the Hardcore Anime Panel Anime, anime Boston this coming year, then you will... I'm coming to your panel. Move mm-hmm. on with your news. Uh... <laughs> On your plot idea for Wreck-It Ralph 2, this already exists in the form of a webcomic called Kid Cad, oh, Kid Rad, uh, which ran from 2002 to 2004. For those of you who don't remember, well, one, you can listen to the last episode, but two, I talked about the plot of Wreck-It Ralph 2 being that they were going to go to the internet and they were going to find clones of themselves off of emulators and then they're going to get mixed up and hijinks are going to ensue because they're not acting like they're supposed to be acting. Oh, that'd be awful. It would be awful. But you know what? I've heard of Kid Rad before. Yeah. I swear that I have. Okay. Uh, And then he moves on to say, I'm listening to the talk about Funimation now. Uh, One one thing you don't get in your talks is, uh, is this a great thing for anime fans outside of the U.S.? A lot of Funimation dubs, especially outside of big shows, never make it out of America. A particular one, which is my favorite, is Detective Conan or Case Closed. Uh, we have no access to this anime officially, despite it, despite it having a major release in almost uh, uh, every other European country. I have watched Conan in French, German, and Spanish. It's never been released in the UK. And holy crap, Scott! Thank you so much for bringing this up because I cannot believe. I mean, we were pretty negative in our last episode about the. Talks. I still kind of am. I am still, but you're right. We didn't hit a lot of good points about it. And if one good thing is going to happen, the, Sony has the capability of taking Funimation's properties and being able to spread them across the entire world. Even Japan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> that was a joke! Um, <laughs> <laughs> they will be able to take properties that have only been in America and they're going to be able to distribute across the world so the UK will be able to get you know shows that have only been dubbed for America and then you know they go to... Germany, what have you, Italy, uh, across Europe and Asia. Uh, so that's that's a very good point. And yes, we did completely skip over that. And I have to say that I kind of have to ple- had to have pleaded ignorance on that because I never even realized that because Funimation is U.S. based, that only their distribution is U.S. based because they're such a they're technically still a small time company and they're only within the U.S. So. I think that Scott brings up a very good point, and I actually do hope that Sony does that. Because if Sony's going to do something good, it's going to be expounding upon the properties that they already have, not necessarily the properties that they're going to be getting in the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll take that for what it is, and we'll 
celebrate the fact that the rest of the world can get great anime like we do, too. And we can give you recommendations as to what you should see, because I know that we recommend a lot of stuff from Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll doesn't necessarily have the best for, you know, uh, just distribution to other regions as well. It depends on what they get licensing for. So, uh, if that's all we have for fan service... Yep. It's time to move on to some shameless plugs. Okay, so if you guys would like to join in on the conversation, I don't know how you can really join in the conversation about uh, Boston Comic Con. Well, maybe you want to throw in some feedback about Stanley, or Stanley, or talk about any of the celebrities that were there, or if maybe you went to Otakon, which was the same weekend. Oh, that um, you can tell us oh, about Otakon. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we never Otakon. we never talked about the uh, voice actors who actually made it to Boston Comic Con, uh, including the entire cast of Ruby. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Yep. Um, there was uh, Bryce Pappenbrook. Trina Nishimura was there. Um, uh, Brina Palencia was there. Brina Palencia. We also had um, uh, who, who played the English voice of Naruto. Yeah. Uh, and Anne Williams. And the English voice of Boruto, which she's too new. I completely forget her name. Yeah. But uh, but either way, we had it. We had those voice actors there. Yeah. So if you guys. Have any feedback on anything that you heard on the show today? Uh, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post this episode. Uh, this episode, uh, news updates. Hey, maybe we're going to a convention again. We'll let you know. Um, even though we didn't let you know we're going to Boston Comic Con, because we, not even we knew. Yeah. Um, They're going to Rhode Island Comic Con next. Uh, maybe. I might be in Japan. Anyway. Um, what? 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 N- never mind. Um, <laughs> you can keep that in. It's still impromptu, but, you know, we'll see. So, uh, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com. If you're not already listening to this podcast here, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, maybe SoundCloud if it's still around. <laughs> you know, we don't know at this point with all this fuzzy newsness that we keep getting. Uh, and, of course, you can always make sure you rate and review us on that iTunes page. Yeah, because if you rate and review us, we'd be happy to read... Uh, your reviews that you leave for us on the page, even if it's a bad review, and please, I, I would prefer it not be a bad review because the more because reviews... Because then we have more popular and you can reviews easier. More popular, yeah. Um, and then, of course, you can find us on all the social medias. You can find us at Twitter and you can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. You can tumble at us and we'll tumble back at Tumblr. Let's play the tumble game. Yeah, wickedanime.tumblr.com. And you can find us every once in a while popping in and out on our Wicked Anna Play on at Twitch. Yep. And if you Twitch. want TV, to, play. these are a lot of free ways that you can um, find us, uh, as uh, including just telling a friend about Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime, you know, to spread the word of how awesome we are and that we should listen, you should all listen to the show. We already listened to the show because we've recorded. Um, really? <laughs> but... Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, you can also go to patreon.com slash nerdy show where you can donate uh, any number of uh, dollar amount. If you donate a dollar, you get hours worth of content that is exclusive to being a patron. If you, there are different levels and like if you do say $10, you can join the nerdy show lounge, which is a Facebook group that is exclusive. private. Exclusive. Yep. To you people who pay $10 or and more. And we uh, throw news at you. We talk with you like you're human beings <laughs> because we love you so much. And we could Yeah, because if you meet us in person, we'll totally treat you like a robot or a piece of equipment. Yep. We'll be like, thank you so much. We'll shake your hand and we'll push you to the side <laughs> because we're famous. We might hand you scum. Yeah, yeah, we might hand you our trash. Yep. Just looking like, up to the sky <laughs> and just saying, get out of my way, plebeian. Every every one Peasant. of our every one of our fans that has met us in person knows this is true. Absolutely, this is true. absolutely true yep. that we do this. Yep. 
No, we don't. Please, please don't take me seriously on that one. <laughs> if there's awful any, people. If there's anything, well, you may think that, but you know, it's, uh, but <laughs> I've known them long enough. Don't let them fool you. Yeah, just wait to just wait to be our, our fan for twenty three years, and then you say like they are really awful, aren't they? <laughs> They're horrible people. <laughs> um, we love all of our fans. Yes. We really do. Okay, and uh, I believe that's. Did all... you say YouTube? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I didn't. And, of course, you can find us at YouTube.com slash WickedAnimeReviews, where you can find all the newest videos that we're releasing. Jonathan finally has a little bit of a moment to himself that he might be able to finish a couple of videos. Yeah, I actually have my last two weeks of summer vacation free, so I can... I really, really, really hope there's an uh, Anime Boston video included in that. I do, too, but I'm not really looking too hopeful. Oh, come on. What? Hey, listen. Right now, we have... There is another Victoria video coming out, though. Two. There should be two, two Victoria more videos. Victoria videos Victoria coming out. Victoria videos? Yes, of uh, Victoria playing horror games. She does not like horror games? <laughs> no, no. She, no, okay, no. so here's the description. If nobody... If, 23 if, years I've known you and, like, 15 years I've known her and I've never been invited to watch her play horror games. Okay, so <laughs> for those of you who don't know, who are listening who don't know this either, Rob, you can uh, find a good tidbit from this. The scariest game that she had ever played before she did this series with us was the new remake of Tomb Raider because the wolves in the cave were scary. So we played Resident Evil 7. And that was the... Uh, we played the demo version. The demo version of Resident Evil 7. Um, the next video that you can expect, we played Alien Isolation and the PT demo, mm-hmm. which ended in disappointment because it was Yeah, broken. because the PT demo was broken now. There was still scary stuff, but it was, but it was broken. Um, followed by Part 3, which I want to come out in the same week that I released Part 2 because Part 2 is not as exciting. I'll be honest with you right now. Part 3... Still fun, though. ...is Outlast. And it, oh, man, it is, is the finale. Awesome. Does she have an Xbox? Yes. We should go to her place. I'll bring the evil within. Oh, you're oh, right! Yeah. But does uh, Xbox have a streaming service? They have. Like, can yes. you stream to Twitch? Yes, you can stream to Twitch, and there's something else, too. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah, no. But, yeah, no. That the sounds evil great. Within, the evil within, within is great. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's I a love good idea. It. That's it's, a really good if, idea. If, for any of you that have not played it, it's not only a, whole, like, a very scary game, it's extremely stressful. Yeah. Well, they kind of wanted... <laughs> I, they, they really wanted to try to make their own version of Silent Hill. It's it's stressful. It le- it is legitimately stressful. Yeah, it's cool. It it looks the game just it's looks so, cool. It's so yeah. much fun. I love it. If any of you like playing anything, again, I'm a horror guy, so I obviously had to go out and get it. I love horror if, games. If you've yeah. exactly, if you've never played it and you have any remote like were horror you around, games, play the Evil Within. Were you around when we used to sit in the dark and play Fear on the computer? I was the one you used to sit in the dark and play Fear with. Is it? Was it? Okay, good. Yeah. Your memory is going, sir. Well, it was in my no. Age. I did it with my, I did, did it with a couple people. I did it with my cousin as well. So yeah. which. Wait, what? My cousin Derek. Oh, I know Derek. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, so we, I used to do that with Derek as well. But no, but yeah, I was there the night you guys we got we got Fear. Okay, good. Yes, that was back in our StarCraft days. Yes, probably, we probably got Pizza Hut uh, cheesy. Oh my pizza, god! And what? ate pizza goldfish and drank yeah. blue Powerade, <laughs> watching watching Ghost in the Shell and Bleach oh on a Saturday god. night. <laughs> Told in you that we... little hot tiny room. <laughs> It was actually probably about as hot as this room we're sitting in right now. This room yeah. is really hot. Yeah. We were, well, I mean, it's the best acoustics in the house that we can record in and not run the AC while we're recording, so, yeah. Those days. The StarCraft days. <laughs> yeah, we we had, like, four computers, and we would hook up all four computers to a LAN and, and just all play StarCraft together, and I would kick everybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Matt were the best. Matt did really well. Holy Matt God. did really well. Matt learned how to play offense. Remember play. Matt, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry, we're reminiscing. Yeah. <laughs> did he pl- ever do this? No. Oh. 
Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. We're we're having our own personal conversation in front of the microphone. While they listen to us and they don't have the no episode. Is this over. is what they listen for. The episode is over. Like yeah. it has ended. The only thing we haven't done is said goodbye to them. Yeah. And I think it is time to it is really hot in this room, so I think it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye! Bye bye. So long. No, say K bye. Okay, bye. K 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 bye. Alright, you did it. I'm just saying, you're a minority, so... We can oh, that makes it okay. okay. <laughs> I'm their token minority friend, so nobody thinks they're It's racist. not true. You're you're far, far more important than a token minority friend. <laughs> they're lying to you all. <laughs> I haven't decided whether or not this is going to be cut from their yeah. recording or not. <laughs> I still think that we should end the show. <laughs> just like, it, back if anything, this should just show you how good of friends we are with Robbie. <laughs> It's perfectly fine, everybody. Slavery is great. Thanks for listening to Wicked Anime. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.